I ask you, Holy Ghost, that you would just flow right now through this service. We thank you that every service that we have, Holy Ghost, that you are emphasized because we know that you're working to give glory to Jesus. And we know that, Holy Spirit, that that you're pointing to every heart towards Christ. So we thank you that right now, the Holy Ghost, that you're moving in this place, that you're sovereignly moving right now. We thank you that our hearts, our minds, our spirits are being changed. We thank you that our attitudes are being changed. We thank you that everything that's within us is being shifted and being changed to be like Christ. So right now, Holy Ghost, we thank you that you are just moving right now. I thank you for the breath, and we call for the breath of the, from, the four, from the four winds to come and breathe in this place. Breathe in this place, in this temple, in Jesus' mighty name. And these temples that are represented here. Holy Ghost, we cannot do this walk without you. We cannot move, we cannot have our being without the moving and the shifting. Because you have come to counsel, to teach, to guide, to lead, to give us encouragement. So we thank you, Holy Ghost, that we, can, we have you with us. And with you being here with us, we thank you, Holy Ghost, that we are full, full of power, that we're full of anointing, that we're full of everything that God has for us. So Holy Ghost, we thank you and we call upon you right now, Holy Spirit, to fill us up where there seems to be dryness, that you would fill us up in those areas. Holy Ghost, we ask you for your anointing just to stir the inner man, stir us on the inside. There was a time when there was a prayer that was prayed over me that the, that the whirlwinds of heaven would just begin to, to swirl on the inside. And I thank you, Lord God, that right now that you're beginning to do that same, that same thing spiritually, that there's a whirlwind, that there's a stirring up on the inside of us. That God, we're no longer wanting to do the same thing, walk the, the religious life that we, uh, that we once knew, but we want to walk in this, this life of belief of Christ, belief in our, our Lord and Savior, that it would be life to us, that there would be joy and excitement to it. That God, that we're walking in such a greater joy, a greater uh, uh, excitement and a greater power, Lord, that it's a dimension that we haven't touched before because it's a dimension of the supernatural and an anointing that comes from you. So God, we ask you that you would just bring new life into our hearts, a fresh wind into our hearts. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Just lift your hands to him. Hallelujah. Just begin to worship Him. Father God, we thank You. We worship You, Lord. We worship You, Holy Spirit. We worship You. We thank You, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, that You're with us. We thank You, God, that You're moving right now. We thank You that You're moving right now. We thank You right now, Holy Ghost, for what You're about to do. Lord Jesus, be glorified. Be glorified, Lord. Jesus, our Master, our Savior. We glorify your name. We glorify who you are. We glorify all that, all that is within you, Lord. We thank you. We give all the honor to you. Because, Lord God, you deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve all the glory, Lord Jesus. Precious is your name, Lord. Matchless is your name, Lord. Holy is your name, Lord. 
Jesus. Jesus. Just begin to whisper his name to him. Jesus. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus, we worship you. We worship your name. Thank you, Lord God. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Lord, would you help us to have that love and that passion for your name like we did when we first met you? That God, that there would be nothing that would hold us back from expressing your love. Expressing the love that we have for you. That Lord God, that there would be nothing that can stop us. From expressing our love towards you. And what a greater way, Lord God, for us to express our love but to share your love. So God, give us courage. Give us strength to endure whatever the enemy has to throw at us. Any trials, any tribulations, anything, Lord God, we ask for your strength, the courage for the line of Judah to rise up on the inside of us. So that, Lord God, that we can be the disciples that you've called us to be. Lord, you said, to, uh, you said to us, although we weren't there at that time, it is reciprocal through generation after generation to go into all the world and to preach the, the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. So, Lord God, we just ask you that you would just strengthen us now. On the inside, that we would rise up on the inside with, with great anticipation. That everywhere we go, that we're going to proclaim the name of Jesus. That we're looking for the lost, for the hurting, for the broken, for the blind, for the deaf, for the dumb. That, Lord, that we are looking for the ones that need your touch. So God, we ask you for a breakthrough through the, the battles of the mind that would hold us in fear or from, from being afraid of what other people would think. But God, that we would rise up and rise past and break through those, those thoughts, those barriers, those discomfort zones. And we would come into the comfort zone of the Holy Ghost and we would proclaim the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Holy Spirit, I ask you to use the, my tongue as the pen of a ready writer. That you would help me to articulate the word as you desire. In Jesus' mighty name, I thank you for your anointing on the word of God. And I thank you for your anointing by the very presence, by your very presence that's here with us. By your very presence that's within us. So Lord God, I thank you from this point, we'll never be the same. That we're constantly increasing in understanding of your word. That we're constantly growing in our knowing your voice. And that we're constantly growing in walking in our rightful gifts, our responsibilities. And we're growing as mature disciples of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. If you would turn with me to Acts chapter 1. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Acts in chapter 1. There's something that I... You're free, Pastor. Amen. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> I just needed the step into that place that the there's a stirring on the inside amen thank you lord god i don't need to just jump right in and just do my thing i want the holy ghost amen i want the holy ghost to be to be moving demonstrating so that christ is revealed not tim shannon with a good message amen praise the lord hallelujah Acts chapter 1 and verse 4. And being assembled together with them, he commanded, who's that? He being Jesus, commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father. Capital P, promise from, of the Father. Which he said, you have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of it, uh, to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Now, I just have a question, and you can respond. You don't have to respond if you want to just think about it. However, what is this power that we have received and that Jesus was talking about that the disciples are about to receive? You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes 
upon you. Here's this picture that Jesus is painting to the disciples. That, hey, I'm about ready to go. The promise which the Father has spoken of is about to come. When that promise, the Holy Spirit comes, you will receive power. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. We know that there was that great uh, time that they were coming together and they were in the upper room. The Holy Spirit came upon them like tongues of fire. And there was something supernatural that was happening. Amen? There was a demonstration. There was God arriving on the scene via Holy Ghost. To infuse power, and that's part authority, that's part the dunamis, supernatural power of God that only God can has. But it was imputing into the disciples that were believing and that were up in the upper room. Amen? It's a power that's not a natural strength, but a supernatural power that has purpose. A supernatural power that's not uh, the same as uh, uh, the strength that we have in this physical. But there's a purpose in that power of the supernatural and it comes in different ways. Amen? That supernatural power was given to the disciples, to the ones that believed, to those that believed in Jesus Christ. We received the power of the Holy Ghost. There was a design, a purpose that God had for you and had for, for me. That we would receive power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Not for fighting and struggling in our flesh. But that we would be overcoming through the blood of the Lamb, the testimony that we have. But overcoming, and there was a power that was given to us to be able to move in supernatural things. Amen? Because the life that they knew at the time before the Holy Ghost had come upon them was based on the testimony of Jesus and what Jesus had demonstrated here on earth. And that was awesome. And that's powerful. There was something great uh, that was about to unfold to the disciples. That Jesus himself said, you know what? There's the promise. There's more to this life than what you guys understand because everything you've seen is in the physical realm where you've seen physical bodies healed. You've seen, uh, you know, the blind eyes open. You've seen the deaf ears open. You've seen the lame walk. You've seen the dead rise. There's a lot of things that happen in the natural realm, but there's something greater and more powerful that you're about to understand that's happening in all that stuff. Because what you're seeing is with your natural eyes, the natural circumstance is changing. But what you have to understand is there's something, an understanding, a wisdom that's going to come. A counsel that's going to come. There's a teacher that's going to come that's going to help you to understand what's behind the scenes of what you're seeing in a natural eye. Amen? The Holy Ghost with that power, and that's what that power is, to help this mind to be surpassed, to help our spiritual understanding to know and understand what's going on in the natural realm. Amen? 
Hallelujah. So Jesus talks about the promise and the Holy Ghost that's coming and that we have. And now as disciples, as believers in Jesus Christ, if we haven't been baptized in the Holy Ghost, we must be baptized in the Holy Ghost because there's so much more that we need to understand of what's actually happening in the supernatural. Amen? Because if we're not baptized in the Holy Ghost, we, we can't fathom, we can't understand what God the Father promised that we would understand. We can't hold and take, take hold of the understanding of what's going on around us in our personal lives in the supernatural without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We might have a glimpse or a partial understanding, but there's something so much greater that we need to tap into by the baptism of the Holy Ghost so that we understand what's happening. So that our eyes are, are able to see past the natural realm and see into the supernatural realm. Amen? Now, as disciples of, of Jesus Christ and believers that the Holy Ghost have, have come, then we should know that there's something that the Holy Ghost has intended for every single one of us, and not just for us to be able to understand that there's a supernatural realm for us to be able to see in our own lives. Amen? But there's something so great and so powerful that the Holy Ghost has wanted for all of us to move in and to be to operate in because in that power that we have been given, there's an operation that begins to happen because it's no longer the flesh, but it's now in the spiritual realm. Amen. So there's a power that we can move in that's in the spiritual realm, the supernatural realm that's that is so far superior to the flesh. And the only way that we can tap into that is if we begin to allow the Holy Ghost to fill us on the inside. It comes through baptism of the, of the Holy Ghost and allowing Him to move in power. Amen? Hallelujah. If you would, please turn with me to 1 Corinthians in chapter 12. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are de- have designed this. That you've designed this. That you, that you would use us, these frail vessels, strong in the Lord, strong in His power. But Holy Ghost, that you choose to use these vessels to use. To be carriers of the supernatural power of the glory of God. That you would choose to use us to be able to move in supernatural things. That you would choose to use us to walk in the power that Christ had walked in. That you would choose to use us to walk and overcome Everything that the enemy has to try to kill, steal, and destroy. You've called us overcomers. Even greater than that, you've called us more than overcomers. We thank you, Holy Ghost, that you've chosen us. That, Father God, you've chosen us. That, Lord Jesus, that you have chosen us. You chose us. You could have moved and did it all on your own. 
But you love us. You created us. You designed us in your image. So we thank you that you are merciful, that you're gracious to use us. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I made known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Verse 4, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Holy Spirit. I want to just stop for a moment. Paul had made a visit through Corinth. And when he proclaimed the gospel... When he proclaimed uh, Jesus and he proclaimed uh, the need for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, there was great power that was, was released. And the church of Corinth, the people of Corinth, were, they were moving in supernatural things. Great, powerful things. But there was a lot of fleshy, fleshly things that Paul had to deal with. And Paul's simply telling them and addressing to them, hey, stop trying to uh, fight against each other in, in, in what they're moving in is trying to use the gifts because they, they're now understanding the, the gifts of the Holy Ghost, the power of the, the divine supernatural infusing of the Holy Ghost, but they're moving in this power in a, in a point of they're, they're fighting against each other with, with this, of they're trying to... Who's better than the other? Who's better than the other? Which one's better than the other? And they're trying to use the gift that the Holy Ghost has given them to see who's better than the other. There's a struggle that's going on because they're trying to, you know, use these gifts and they're trying to figure out how to use them. And Paul is addressing them and saying, hey, there's diversities in all these gifts that the Holy Ghost has given. Okay. And Paul's addressing and simply saying, listen, you guys all recognize the gifts that are happening. There's power that's, that's happening among you. You're moving in a divine power, is what he's addressing. There are diversities of gifts. But yo, guys, it's the same spirit. There are differences of ministries. Hey, but it's the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. Guys, and he's addressing them. Guys, stop quarreling over which one's better than the other. Amen? Amen. But the point of what we're reading is Paul's addressing, hey, there's so many diversities of the Holy Ghost, which he gives those diversities to all of us. Amen? There's not one better than the other because it's the same spirit, the same God who works through all. Amen. Why? Because it's he, he, he explicitly says this same divine power that that in verse three that we read that says uh, 
there's that spirit that's driving you, that's moving in you, the power that's infusing you is not going to call Jesus a curse. It's that same Holy Ghost that's on inside of you that calls Jesus Lord. Amen. And it's that same spirit that's moving through all of you that you guys are operating in this divine power. You're tapping into this divine power and there's something that you're recognizing. That's this Holy Spirit. And he's moving through different ones differently. Amen? What we are talking about today is activating the gifts. Activating the gifts. God has given every single one of us specific talents, specific uh, characteristics, personalities, and we all have differences in us. And the Holy Ghost divinely gives us gifts as he pleases, which we're about to read. Amen? But we all have a purpose, and there's all a gift that the Holy Ghost has placed in us. And we need to activate those gifts. What set that early church apart? And how powerful the gospel was being um, uh, just spread throughout the world? was the power of the Holy Ghost and the gifts that were operating on the inside of the believers. That's what set them apart. Because it wasn't people just preaching a, 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 a message or a, a story from a book. It was the life of Christ and the life of the Holy Ghost on the inside that was making them alive on the inside. That the supernatural being on the inside was being made alive by the working of the Holy Ghost. So when we're moving on that, that power that's you know, on the inside, by the activation of the Holy Ghost on the inside, there's something, something greater than you know, our wonderful story we can say of the Word of God. There's something pow- more powerful because it's alive on the inside. That power, that activity comes via Holy Ghost on the inside of us. The power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The word of God is powerful and we know. But when we're, when we're sharing it out of a religious you know, fashion, then it's, it's words that are you know, without power. If I could say it this way. Because it has truth. And it may set people free. But there's something missing when it's just a natural scene uh, story. There's something so much greater and deeper that comes by the Holy Ghost that brings revelation of the supernatural things. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So how are we set apart? By the power of the Holy Ghost. The gifts of the Holy Ghost. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In verse 7, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, 
to another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, discerning of spirits, to another, different kinds of tongues, to another, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things. Distributing to each one individually as he wills. I just want to point something out. I was looking at something, and this I found kind of interesting. Because if you look up this Greek word for individually, there's a meaning, and you might get a certain meaning off of, say, any web uh, dictionary that you pull up. But I got this wonderful app that uh, is kind of hard to use, but if you pull it up, you can bring it up. It's called eSword. And you're able to pull up the Greek words from the original meanings and Hebrew meanings. And it has this word, idios. Now, I want to read something because there's something that stands out in this Greek meaning that I absolutely love. And it's pertaining to self, which means there's a separating for the individual person themselves. By implication, his acquaintance, when they were alone, apart, aside, do, his uh, home, private place. Now, we're talking about individually, but the, a meaning that is pointed out here is when they were alone. Let's read this scripture again. Verse 11. But all these worketh that one and the self same, this is the new or the King James version, the self same spirit divide to every man severally or individually as he will. The Holy Spirit divides these gifts with his acquaintance in their private time when they're alone. I'm just saying. There's something deeper in this meaning that when we're alone with him, that he will divide these gifts as he wills, as he pleases. Can I just suggest something? That if we believe in Jesus Christ and we believe in the power of the Holy Ghost and we believe in the gifts of the Holy Ghost, that I believe that the Holy Ghost will allow us to move in the gifts where we have faith in. Amen. So if we have faith to move in tongues, I believe the Holy Ghost will impart for us to move in tongues. If we have faith to move in interpretation of tongues, the Holy Ghost will allow us to move or divinely impute into us to be able to move in that supernatural gift of interpreting tongues or healing or knowledge or wisdom or whatever it may be. But where our faith is, and I believe the Holy Ghost wants us all to exercise faith in these areas. Because I believe that in every circumstance, in every situation, or every place we go, God can choose to use us in different gifts. Amen? Because the Holy Spirit distributes them as He wills, when He wills. Amen? So we all should be maturing to be able to operate in the gifts 
as he wills, when he wants, how do we know that timing and how do we know what we're operating in? And that's being alone with him. Amen. Because we know like when we're going someplace with a purpose, whether it's the workplace or whether it's just to be able to make the opportunity to share the gospel, when we're purposing to look for the door of opportunity to share the love of Jesus Christ, that as we're purposing to do that, that we should prayerfully set ourselves apart to be able to go into that place, into that purpose. So when we're prayerfully setting ourselves apart, we can allow the Holy Ghost to show us what we're going to move in, what we're going to, whether it's a gift of knowledge, a gift of wisdom, a gift of laying on hands, miracles, whatever it is, those gifts we should, he will prep us for in our spirit. Are you with me? How do we activate? We need to move with purpose. We have to move with purpose. Everything that we're doing, we should purpose to look for opportunity to share the love of Jesus Christ. How do we activate the the gifts on the inside? We need to get into prayer and ask God, what is it today that you would have me to do? Holy Spirit, where do you want me to go today? Holy Spirit, when you put me in face-to-face with that one person or that group of people, how do you desire for me to move? In what gift would you like me to operate because you know what they need? Are you with me? How do we activate? We have to have purpose to share the love of God. We have to have a, a purpose to ask the Holy Ghost And get in the prayer time to seek our Heavenly Father's face and allow the Holy Ghost to show us what's about to happen. Why? He'll give us a step-by-step process. And maybe it's, hey, I want you to go to this place. But there should be an openness to move when he says to move. Amen? Activating the Holy Spirit. Activating the Holy Ghost gifts on the inside. That's what sets you and I apart. Amen? Amen? That's what sets us apart. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just begin to pray in, pray in your holy language. Amen. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Sophia, do you have your, uh, do you have a, a Bible? Somebody have a Bible that you can open up? I just want, um, I just want to, to read something I'd like just for Sophia, if you can just follow with me. And this is a purpose 
Amen. If 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8. Hallelujah. Just going with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Remember, when the Holy Ghost is moving, the Holy Ghost confirms, but brings edification. Amen. Hallelujah. Edification. Why? To help to, to build up the members. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 8. You with me? Okay. Now re- read with me here. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. Sophia, that word wisdom in the Greek, do you know what that means? Yes. That word wisdom in Greek is Sophia. So what I'm what I'm simply telling you, the Holy Ghost was just telling me that if Sophia would set herself apart, consecrate herself that there would be a great gift that he would impute that only comes from setting yourself apart. I love you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Listen, I know that there's been other words that have been spoken and some prophecies, prophecies that have been spoken over all the, all the kids, but I just really have the, the unction right there. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. What a God that loves us so much. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You know, God wants us to be open to hear. He wants us to be open and sensitive to know. To know that pinpoint spot that we need to get to. Amen. If there's one searching soul, one hurting heart, one hurting person, God desires to touch that life. Amen. God wants us all to move and to be able to step into that place of, of uh, sensitivity, compassion, like we were talking about. That compassion to be able to heart to heart, God's heart to somebody's heart that's broken, that's searching for what's missing. Whether they've given their life to the Lord or whether, whether they're lost, have never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But God wants a heart-to-heart interaction. And it comes through these vessels. Amen? Hallelujah. Pastors, if you, if you have anything. Okay. No, no. Go ahead. I I just wanted to be open for. 
I had uh, asked the Lord that if, if he wanted me to share this, that he would speak to your heart about it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have said it. <clears throat> In Acts chapter, I, I am so stoked. And in a, such a good way. In Acts chapter 2, Pastor Tim started off with first Tim, you know, for Acts chapter 1, 4, you shall receive dunamis, miraculous ability, miraculous power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you, in Acts 1, 8, that power is going to cause you to be a witness unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts. Witness is the word martyr. So it means losing our life to gain his. Okay? But in Acts chapter 2, it hit me this way, uh, just through your word, the, the, through the teaching. Let me get there. <clears throat> Acts chapter 2. We understand that the Spirit was poured out. The people, down to verse uh, 12, the, re, the response of the apostles, the 120 coming out of that upper room, speaking in other tongues, and they heard the power of God. They heard the sound from heaven. They heard the noise. They heard the languages that they were speaking, knew them to be unlearned men. How is it that possible for these men to be speaking in our language? Amen. That whole thing goes down. And the verse 12 is something to understand. Anytime the Holy Spirit moves, there could be one of three responses. And it's found here in verse 12. Some were amazed, others perplexed. And verse 13 says, others mocking. You can have three of these dynamics occurring whenever God's moving. Amen? So it's no surprise that people may mock and move of the Spirit of God. Amen? You, you understand what I'm saying? That's foolishness. You made it up, whatever else. And I'm not saying uh, just out of ignorance it's, it's possible or some malicious. But verse 14, you shall receive dunamis ability and power. Everybody in this room is a recipient, if you've been baptized in the Holy Ghost, you are uh, empowered by him with dunamis for two things, speaking and action and, and performing. Speaking and doing something. Speaking do is something being done. But there's word and there's action. Two di they're, they're both acting words, but performance. So I want to use the word performance not to put on the show. In verse 14, it says, But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea, and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. The power of God was released in him and through him at that moment for a specific message. Amen? Amen. What you are experiencing, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Amen? The thing you, you understood from the Hebrew writings and teaching from the Torah. This is that and the prophets. This is that. Yeah, amen. But the power of God came out of here that they were so pierced to the heart when you get up to about verse 35. Men and brethren, what shall we do? You crucified the Lord in Christ, the Prince of Life. That's what he was preaching. The power of God, it wasn't harsh, but it was absolutely radical truth that came out of that man of God. He was under the unction with the gumption for the function. And he preached that message by the dunamis of God. Amen? Pow! So the words are there. Then you come over to Acts chapter 2, or 3 rather. 
Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour together, uh, uh, hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried when they had la- whom they had laid at the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple. And seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, they asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. Now, I'm, say- I'm, 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 I'm saying, uh, he said, look at us. Look at us. Carol says it. Look at us at me. There's a reason and purpose. Look, focus, connect. Amen. Look at us. Now they're not just being nice to the guy with arms. They're under the unction for the function with the gumption. Look at us. Look what he goes on to say this. I feel like Perry Stone. Come on now. I'm ready to preach. Look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something in the natural. And Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. But what I do have. What do you got, Pete? Dunamis of Almighty God. I've been given and entrusted with, imputed with, dunamis power to change your life. Hallelujah. What do you have? I ain't got no change on me, baby. But I got something you need. Everybody in this room has something somebody needs. Hallelujah. Whether it be a word, whether it be an action. Hallelujah. But let's, let's start imputing to others and giving to them the love of God, which is manifested through dunamis. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. (laughs) <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Yep. Come on, let's stand and give him praise. Hallelujah. Shut Give him praise, church. Hallelujah. Yes. We thank you for the word being preached that our faith is increasing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word preached. Thank you, Lord. Stirring up, seeing the power. Yes, yes, the promise, the power of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God, glory to God. Now you see, as you shangovrambasai, and you talk, and you talk katinikana, you shall bamboshovondista ekaya. Now you see, as you have seen and as you have seen in the times and times past, that as you would enter into that place, that you would come into the throne, receive the divine revelation, you would be able to go out with power. For you will not. 
and you will sit and taha pull bendite bondage no 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 mende nagasho frasu yeah, so as you see, don't be so tired and in that place of being lazy, maybe tiresome as it were, looking at the time and worrying about the, you know, the things to come and pass and the meeting times to come pass and the time, you know, of being in your own places and worried again about the times and just waiting for that time of rest to come and being in that place of laziness. But it is time to come out. It's time to break into the place that I've called for you. To come into the place of life where there's life flowing. In a place where you're moving and operating in the supernatural. It's time to come into that divine arena that I've called you into. And I'll begin to move and flow through you. And I have even required that you come into that place. That you are in the throne and you are before me. And that there's a praise that's given to me. And in that place that I'm receiving glory that you will go out and you will demonstrate in greater things that you've seen before. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Can I? Yeah, yeah. No. There's a seeing and a knowing. There's a seeing and a knowing. It only comes by the Holy Ghost. A seeing and a knowing that will only come by the Holy Ghost. And if you're ones that walk around and just boast in how much you know about the Holy Ghost and not moving in the Holy Ghost, then you're not in that place of seeing and knowing. Seeing and knowing is something that is so sacred to him. It's not something you just run out and you have to make yourself look important. Mm -hmm. There's a shift and a changing that's coming in the church. I'm telling you it is. And it's a place of true humility and humbleness where people are collectively moving and operating in the powers of God. The powers, the distinction of the gifts of the Holy Ghost as he wills. That means he chooses to. And it'll just come on this one or it'll just move in that one. But it's not something that I'm boasting about for my own edification for others to see. But there's such a shift that's coming of compassion and love for one another and that loving to see others so stirred in these things and moving in his knowing and seeing. God so desires the church. We are the temple. Look at me, everybody. We are the temple. I am a temple of the Holy Ghost but we collectively are the temple. Do you get that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when the temple comes together and moves in a way that they, they, there's, there's a collective individual, like you were given that definition 
that one will have a word of knowledge for someone. One will have this. One will have that. One will do this. And it's done in a manner of such true humility that it's not trying to boast in themselves. But we will actually know we are maturing into the divine distribution of the Holy Ghost. We are moving in maturity of the divine distribution. And in that divine distribution, we are growing as one. Not one setting themselves up above everybody else where you were talking about the competition and look what God's done. I could go on and write volumes and we said we could write books and we've been told to write books about how God has used us and things that we've seen over the years and so many, so many miracles, healings, dead being raised and things and it's just like going on and on. But God has never said to us to do that. Our joy is to see others moving in these things. And it's like, Lord, we're growing, we're growing, we're growing. We're growing as one. We're growing. And there are, there are, can I read this one scripture? I'm, I'm asking Tim because it's yours. It, it, this is yours, but this is so good. I know, I'll find it. It was Acts 4. Tim, you, you, you brought out something. No, you brought out something about Holy Spirit and the promise of the power. Yeah. I've always said this, that the teaching on the baptism of the Holy Spirit, there was such an emphasis that it was just for the, the gift of speaking, having your own edification of speaking in tongues. And the Lord, and there is, that absolutely is. And it's not just for some, it's for everyone that gets baptized in the Holy Ghost because of how rich it is to pray in other tongues. And and we could go on there. But it was for the power of God to be the effective witness. The power, the dunamis, to be the effective witness that sets us apart from everybody else. The, 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 the baptism of the Holy Ghost was for the Christians to be able to stand up against all adversity. And the church is so much looking at their self in a mirror that we feel that we are not able to move in that pow- those power, the power of the Holy Ghost because we are so self-conscious and we put ourselves down so much. That we question if it's God. See, there's no power in that. You can be seated for a moment. Keep your eyes on me. Just for a moment. Thank you, ma'am. I want to read this one thing. Tim, look at this. This is so so cool. Me and Tim were talking about the compassion of God yesterday on the phone. And I truly believe that the greater the compassion is in the church, God's compassion in our hearts, in the church. And listen, compassion isn't 
just, you know, it's not, compassion isn't crying. That's not compassion. You know what compassion is? I, I feel the need. You got it? I feel the need. I feel the need. I hear the need. And, oh, God, I want this taken care of. And the ability is in us. The power of God is in us. To ascertain his mind on how, who, when, whatever. But we're driven in compassion to see that need taken care of. Jesus was moved with compassion. And I believe that we are in a time where there, God wants a, and, and is endeavoring. The Holy Spirit is the one who's working in us now. He is the person of the Godhead that is here on this earth. And he lives right inside of us. And he's endeavoring for us to understand and to know because to move in these greater gifts in a greater way is to move in a greater compassion. Amen? And when I read, but you shall receive power, ability, efficiency, and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in all of the earth. Acts 4. Guys, we haven't even yet stepped over into this. We haven't yet. But I'm telling you, the time has come. And it's coming. But after they preached a message, Peter and John... We're talking to the people, high priests, military commander of the temple, Sadducees. And they go on. Then Peter became, verse 8 in Acts 4. I don't even know if you want to pull it up in the screen because I'm just going to jump all over. Then Peter, because he was filled and controlled. By the Holy Spirit. Can I say something here? It's not the Holy Spirit coming on him and controlling him. Peter has a will. But he allowed the Holy Spirit to be in control. Mm -hmm. He surrendered in that private time. That intimate time. That time alone. And that's when... The Holy Ghost, as you're praying in other tongues and worshiping and magnifying how great God is. He downloads things inside of us that we don't even know for an appointed time for an appointed people. Amen. 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 And that's what was going on. That's why we need so desperately to be continually being filled with the Holy Ghost. Do you understand that? Church, he's coming back. And the world needs us to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ in demonstration. In demonstration. Amen. And the, the, 
it goes on here. But anyway, Peter and John, they're, they're, they're taken in and they're scolded, you know, by whoever it was that was scolding them. This Jesus is a stone. Now, when they saw the boldness and unfettered eloquence of Peter and John, don't think you can't preach the gospel. These were unlearned men. I was an unlearned woman who didn't know Webster's Dictionary and read the Bible with Webster's next, next to me. Honest to God. I didn't know anything about a concordance yet. But I had Webster's Dictionary next to me because I probably didn't know half the words that were in the Bible. I did not let that stop me. I wanted to learn. How about you? To be student of the word. I knew if Christ was in me, there was something more greater in me. To bypass my understanding that would give me his understanding. And his wisdom to be able to speak out. Under the anointing of God, that's why to understand his anointing in you is so important. Because you will say things that you never even thought of saying. But the Holy Ghost. Say, but the Holy Ghost. But the Holy Ghost Ghost in you gives you the ability. He does. All the time. That's why we depend so much on him. So, here's Peter. Speaking, filled and controlled by the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people, members of the council of the Sanhedrin, if we are being put on trial here today and examined concerning a good deed because they healed someone who was crippled, by what means this man has been restored to health? Let it be known and understood by all of you. They didn't back down and tremble because they had experienced the power of Almighty God who created everything that we have seen and not seen in the past and the future. Amen. Was living inside of them, is living inside of you. Amen. The same power that raised Christ from the dead yeah. lives inside of me. Amen. And lives inside of you. And he goes on, and they were, you know, they were scolded, and they were told not to speak anymore in his name. Are you kidding me? How many would back down from that and say, we'll have to do it another way, or we'll have to do it? They didn't. Do you know what they went and did? They went. They went to the assembly. They went to the temple. They went to their people who were baptized in the Holy Ghost. I can't go to a person that's not baptized in the Holy Ghost and tell them the threats that I was just threatened with because I know what they will say to me. They'll tell me to back down and we'll pray for you. And we'll pray, oh God, 
heal her thoughts and the wounds and what they spoke. No, that's not what they prayed. They were a people that received the pure role baptism of the Holy Ghost. Fire. Pure fire. And this is what they prayed. And now, Lord, observe their threats and grant to your bondservants full freedom and boldness to, to declare your message fearlessly. Amen. I'd be yeah. jumping on that one. And now, Lord, observe their threats and grant to your bondservants full freedom to declare your message Fearlessly, with all boldness. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God for President Trump in office right now, because if you had Hillary in office, there would be a lid on you to preach the gospel. Pray for him. Pray that he continues in boldness. Facing the enemy that's there in Washington and in the news media. To protect our country. To bring it back into the place. Pray. And here you go on to read. And with great strength and ability and power. The apostles delivered their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, and great grace, loving kindness, and favor and goodwill rested richly upon them all. Amen. 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 And then you go on to read, and I believe that Stephen, Stephen was one of the company when Peter and John went to them, Lydia, and told them about the threats. And what they threatened them to do. I believe Stephen was one of those in the company. And then you just move on and can see how they continued to move in boldness. And how Stephen was taken. And he was stoned to death. But before he was stoned, he saw the clouds open. And he saw the Son of God. See, there's a power beyond the power of the enemy that is trying to threaten you, to intimidate you. There is a power of God that dwells inside of you that is dunamis and dynamite. And it's explosive. And God wants us to explode on people through the gifts of the Holy Ghost through whatever it is, as he so desires to distribute. There are certain gifts that follow. I know the gifts that are in my ministry. I know them, and I have to steward them. But I cannot force or work up. Be careful of this, church, because there's a lot of different groups out there that are telling you, you can just go do this and you can just go do that. I'm telling you, that's not good teaching. I'm telling you. There was a teaching that you could just go to heaven 
as you choose. Not right. Not right. Entertain wrong spirits. You cannot do that. Hold down, trust me. I've wanted to see my Lord Jesus over and over again, but I can't. And there's teachings that just all kinds of things, and I thought, dear Lord, this is just going to mix up everything. You stick with what the Bible says and let the glory of God, his pure divine presence that is so pure, take over take charge. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you would just stand. Amen. I love that scripture verse that mom just read. And now, Lord, observe their threats and grant to your bond servants. Are there any bond servants in here? Amen. Bonded by the Holy Ghost, by the blood of Jesus. Amen. That, Lord, that you would grant to us full freedom to declare your message fearlessly. Father God, we thank you that right now that you are, that you are moving in, the, in our midst by the Holy Ghost. You're speaking to our hearts about being set apart, activating the gifts on the inside of us. Now, God, that you are talking specific to us individually into our hearts. I ask you, Holy Ghost, that you would just allow us to just know your voice in a greater way. As we are moving into the things of the supernatural, that Holy Spirit, that we would have a fearless attitude. Not afraid to step out into the supernatural. Not afraid to move into the supernatural things of God. The Holy Ghost, that you would help us to be greater witnesses to the love of Jesus Christ. To the fact that he died for us. To the fact that his blood was poured out for us. That we would be greater witnesses to the inner working of salvation in our hearts. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. I just want to ask us if there's anybody that that knows that you need to be stirred on the inside. You need to be, uh, uh, the power of the Holy Ghost, rejuvenate your spirit, man. To rejuvenate you on the inside. I ask that you would just come up. We want to lay hands on you. If you would just come up front. If you want an infusement of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Fresh fire. Fresh wind. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, I, glory. I, I see that, you know what? They were continually be, being filled with, by the Holy Ghost. And I just want to encourage you to come up to be be filled again. Be be filled. Be be filled in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I had an image. I had an image on the inside, and we know the parable of the the potter with the clay. No, that clay isn't. That clay needs to stay moist to be able to be pliable in the Father's hands. We know that the Holy Spirit is represented in pictures in the Bible of oil and water, but we need the Holy Ghost to keep us from being dry so that we're staying pliable in our Father's hands. We need that, that water, the Holy Ghost, to just constantly keep us daily, that we are constantly being pliable. Thank you, Lord. That by, through the Holy Ghost that we're able to... to be moved and shaped and shifted and and operate in the Father's hands. Hallelujah. Jeff, can you bring Jeff up? Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. This is this is um maybe we didn't put the uh, the call out right. But um, for fresh, fresh fire of the Holy Ghost, fresh baptism. Vince, maybe you can grab um, Brian. Yeah, I just want to lay hands on Brian. Thank you, Lord. Real quick. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's all pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Do you see yourself, picture yourself, see yourself moving? Maybe there's, maybe there's some kind of blockage there. Maybe there's too much stress, too much weight, too much weight of the world. And it's like, maybe you're not even feeling, listen, I've been here. Not even feeling, even though God is in me, I knew that, but you didn't even feel like you're not even connected. It's like, but the baptism of the Holy Ghost is what we need. It just blows up all circumstances, blows away all that stuff. And it's like in the heart of hearts, just saying to the Lord, I want it. I want it. I want the fresh fire. I want to move in these gifts. I want to move in the power. I want to be collectively together as one temple. Lord, use me. Use me as you did with the early church. Use me as the early church. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 